Perfect. Uh, absolutely nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, welcome to sex. And the sex. In the sex. This is a Sex and the City podcast. My name's Anna Wolf. I'm an actor and comedian, and I've seen all the episodes of Sex in the City. My name's Evie Majamda, um, and I have seen all episodes of the, of the series um, six times. <laughs> My name is Jordan Barr. I'm a comedian and I have, I'm watching the episodes for the first time now. No spoilers. Please. So this episode, we, uh, I mean, sorry, this podcast, uh, we're in lockdown again and I feel like all of our brains (laughs) have just gone. I just said before I've been in bed all day. It was good. It felt nice. nice. Yeah. Thank you. Was it cold or warm? It was cold and warm at the same oh. time. So I just had every, just, uh, yeah, this, our house gets cold. Um, yeah. But I kept warm. So I, I defeated the elements. That's good. Like mm. Avatar. The last oh, Avatar. Thank you. Um, so this, uh, this podcast, we talk about Sex and City. We watch all the episodes and we um, have a chat about them. And today we have a very special guest. Guest, I have a question for you. Who are you? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> My name is Samantha Andrew. I have also seen all episodes of Sex in the City. Dare Love I say it. I'm a huge fan and had the box set in yeah. high school mm. with like the beautiful pink satin cover. It was oh, divine. Oh my God, gorgeous. Cute. Yes. Um, and what about me? Um, so I am a musical comedian and composer and a, a TikToker, I guess. I do TikTok videos. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh You're good at all three Thank of those you. things. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Very talented. Um, and I'm also just wondering, uh, so what's your, yeah, so you said that you love Sex and City, uh, you've watched a lot. What's your relationship with it? Like, when did you first start watching it? Were you like six years old and it was on TV and you saw a tear? Six is morning? very young. But yeah, you know. You're damaged. It's a, that's a great question because obviously there would have been something that compelled me to buy the box set, but I don't remember watching it before having the box set. But I remember watching it probably a little bit too young for me because I remember seeing the Sex in the City film and being like like just overwhelmed at one of the sex scenes and being like re-watching it and getting my friend to leave the room and be like <laughs> you need to leave and I just like played it over and over for a while but that was the film <laughs> and I'm embarrassed to even know what year the film was released because if it's like 2013 or something then I was 18 so I don't know what year the was like film was released? Was it 2009 or something? I don't know. Oh, oh cool. Mm. Maybe well, not. Let's Let go with that. Up. Like yeah. I was in your right. So. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But I, I was obsessed and, you know, I'm for anything that romanticizes like New York City. Like, yes. uh, this is the show that made me be like, well, and when I moved to New York and I live in, a par- in an apartment like Charlotte as a working <laughs> artist, it's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> But, but truly, like in my brain, I'm like New York is Upper East Side Manhattan. Like oh, that's yeah. it's like yeah, warped perception of um, America from that show. But I love it. Totally. I think it's super fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, which which character do you feel like you most identify with? You just mentioned Charlotte. Um, I do. Yeah. yeah. You know, obviously she has her flaws but I do I do I'm so sorry Jordan's frozen and it's just (laughs) you're all frozen for me oh really I'm so sorry you're in like an alternate universe Jordan Oh, sorry, Where sorry. are we'll, you? We'll just keep going. We'll keep, keep going. going. I can hear you all fine, but you're <laughs> just the face. Okay. The face is just um, I'm so oh, you're oh, back. No, you're back. Okay, I'm back. back. Oh, you're back. Okay. Sorry, Samantha, I'll ask you that same question again. Um, so uh, which character do you most identify with? Uh, you said that you mentioned Charlotte. I did. I look, I feel like I am a little bit of a Charlotte. Um, I I bloody froth her. I like to think I'm a Samantha, but I'm just in no way a Samantha at all. But it's mm. like I can take on that, you know, role if I want to. But no, I'm I'm probably a Charlotte. And I'll accept yeah. the kind of waffly repercussions that come with that. But mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like you're a new age Charlotte. You know oh, what I mean? I, I feel yeah. like and you're and you're a Charlotte mix. You're a Charlotte mix with maybe someone else that isn't in the series. I feel like Staffy. you're not right. Yeah, you're a Charlotte Staffy. You're a Charlotte Doodle. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah. But I do. I do feel like maybe there is a little bit of carry in me in the way that I'll like conduct myself at a 
brunch with friends. Like I can be like, me, 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 news, news, news every now and again. So maybe there's a little bit of carry in me. I want to like fight that off, but we yeah, all do. I guess we all it have it. Everyone's got a bit of Who are you out of interest? Sorry if you've said this a million times on the podcast. So I, I think I am a um, Carrie Miranda. Like the yeah. episode before this, I was like, fuck, I'm a Miranda so hard. Um, but then, <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely have that kind of Carrie um, self-obsession. And But I feel like mm-hmm. as I'm getting older, I'm kind of probably morphing more into a Miranda. I don't know. We'll see. Me we'll too. See. That's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like I'm a Carrie Anna Miranda. Mm. But who isn't, you know? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah, well, am... <laughs> <laughs> I've never met anyone who said anything different. <laughs> um, I'm a Carrie and a Miranda. Um, and on when I have my period, I'm a Steve. I oh my god! Yeah, yes. so, <laughs> yep. definitely. Who I hate. Um, which is great. This episode. But Steve does. I feel like we hated Steve really early on because he's he was pulling through. He's pulling through. He was so shit to Miranda and was so threatened by her success. And then recently he's been a lot better. And mm. I feel like you just hate him because he has an annoying voice. And like you don't want to fuck <laughs> and, him. And I'm also like, why are you here? Because he's um, friends with her. He's part he's of friends the story with his ex. I don't think that he's interesting <laughs> as a character. I don't think that it puts anyone forward he had cancer for an episode yeah true you know (laughs) an episode like i don't know i'm no big city doctor i don't know how these things work i do shit on charlotte a lot i feel like everyone's got the like um the person that they hate no offense samantha but you just no you're so fine but don't you think don't you think steve is there almost as like the reminder to miranda to not be a snob because he is like a bartender and you know he's obviously like very much like puts himself on so much less of a pedestal than someone like Miranda in a great way like we Mm. stand Miranda but I feel like she kind of like humbles him in that way because he like goes against a lot of her like yeah that's so true that um, I think so he's like a foil Mm. I think yeah for it seems like yeah, Miranda, who is a snob. Miranda reminds me so much of my mum a lot too. Mm. Um, who Miranda's is a, a mum. Yeah, she. Yeah, but also just because my mum's like a lawyer and dry, oh. and um, she does <laughs> that stuff too. that she falls over sometimes. It's the funniest thing ever. Oh, um, <laughs> it's funny seeing anyone that's like serious and hates running because she looks weird when she does it, like fall over. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> that's great. Uh, I love seeing older women fall over. I think it's so <laughs> hilarious. You're but like, I think move over, bitch. That's why I play footy. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you're so right. Like Steve is, and maybe it's even like a, like I guess a relationship also does have that kind of like class, um, mm, in quotation mm. um, marks. Class warfare. Yeah, thing. Mm. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I mean, class warfare. <laughs> it's class warfare. That's it. <laughs> anyway, so that's a very interesting point. Yeah. Um, we should probably go on and talk about the synopsis of this episode. Yes. But what what's this episode called again, Jordan? It's called Bells of the Balls. Oh, perfect. Great. Which, Thank you. Um, when I was younger, I thought the funniest song in the world was that ACDC song, Balls. He's uh, got big balls. And she's <laughs> got big balls. But I've got the biggest balls of them all. And it's just <laughs> him talking about throwing big balls. And I was like, this is so uh, funny. I don't think I've um, ever heard of that. Song. I don't think I have either. No. Oh my god, it's so good that it's just talking about like being throwing fancy balls, but everything oh. is a euphemism for actual testicles. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. It was very funny as it you know, I was like, <laughs> genius. Um, okay, so this is by our friend KGF Vizzers. Our uh, dear listeners know him very well or know them very well. Um, Samantha, this person just writes. Every single synopsis on IMDb. Every single one. Love. Um, also, Samantha, great. great name. Sorry, I'm so sorry. But, like, such a good name. I love it. What do you it. mean? Samantha, you great. Samantha is such a good name. And I feel oh, like my love. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's Samantha. Yeah, I know. Duh. Exactly. Samantha, I love Samantha, Samantha so, Jones. That's so kind. No. I love that. Do you great go, name. do you say, do like, Samantha, do you, like, prefer that over Sam or, like, Sammy? But most people. Most people call me Sam, but I've been obsessed yeah. recently with everyone call me, calling me Samantha from TikTok. Like, it's very mm. welcomed. I'm like, maybe this is the new me. Samantha's yeah, cool. Yeah, really I do name. like Samantha. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Sorry, I can't believe that I didn't 
connect that it was, I was saying Samantha and there's Samantha in the show. <laughs> I know. Wild. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Since Steve's testicular amputation, balls are all sensitive subject. Um, he even wants a prosthesis. Prosthesis? Prosthetic? No. <laughs> <laughs> However... Supportive Miranda insists they don't matter to women. Now his movie star girlfriend has dumped him. Carrie must receive heartbroken Mr. Big at pissed off Aiden's cabin. (laughs) Trey is offended when Charlotte insists to have his sperm quality tested and needs personal encouragement once he's in the boot. In the boot. Samantha wants a job from a hotel tycoon, Richard Wright, but fears that he refuses to hire a woman. Um, hilarious. This sentence, Carrie must receive a heartbroken big, a pissed off Aiden's cabin, is the most interesting sentence structure I think He's I've seen ever. in a little while. Yeah, because mm. it just feels like... It, it feels like it's set up like a like a German sentence. Anyway, we won't get into KGF, but that's our synopsis. What okay, an that episode. was like dog's breakfast. No idea what that meant, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but we've watched it. It's cool. Um, uh, Irvi, what was your theme this episode? Um, okay, so my theme, uh, as I wrote it after three glasses of wine, is um, writing ourselves into narratives to make sense of the world. Um, by which I meant that um, Aiden was just, um, I just picked the moment where Aiden was like calling himself the Green Hornet and um, fighting Batman. And I feel like I often do that in my life when I'm just like, this must be like the plot of this. And it's like a sign that I'm the winning character. Um, And I think it's hard (laughs) when things don't work out that way and you're left um, wondering what the meaning of life is because it doesn't fit into a narrative that you're used to. So true. I also feel like sometimes Whoa. it's so embarrassing when you put yourself into the winning character in your own kind of narrative or you refer to something <clears throat> like a, a, yeah, a, a story or something like, yeah, I'm this person in this. And then later on, you're like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm like totally. the evil narcissist yeah. that only cares about themselves. <laughs> it's like fucking pride and prejudice. Me being like, I'm Lizzie. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm like, no, I'm fucking Lydia. Like being totally shit. Yeah. Do you guys feel like um, as you're growing up, I don't know, did you feel always when you were a little like you, you know, that phenomenon where you're like, yeah, I'm the center of the universe and I'm like the main character in this story. That's my life, which is a movie. Um, do you feel like you still maintain that nowadays or do you feel like it's dwindling a bit, that sensation? Um, yeah, I think it's like bigger than ever. Well, yeah. now with like the whole trend of, sorry, Honor, I just fully cut you off. As no, a main no, no, I had nothing would. interesting to say. Yeah, good. <laughs> I Paul. Um, no, I feel like, I feel like the main character thing is like so in the zeitgeist. Like we're just constantly like main character energy. This is your mm. movie. This is your narrative. And I'm so for it because I've walked through life since like birth, truly imagining that there's like a camera crew following me around. Like yeah. I imagine what my Netflix documentary would be about if, like, if I died and like how people would like sit down in an interview room and like what the setting of that would be like, like, would they be wearing totally. a soft, dewy makeup yes. look? Like I've, I've, I've pictured it all. I'm yeah. so for that. <laughs> yeah. I am so, yeah. yeah, I like, I used to, when I was in uni and I thought I was going to be like one of the poets that we like learned about and stuff, um, I would just be like, you know, for example, there'd be like a book launch at some old bookstore. And before I left the room, I'd like look back and be like, ah, people will write about this one day. And like, as if there'd just be some people like writing my biography. Um, Have you done poems? I'd love to see your poems. Oh, I've got like four that I liked. Um, Oh my God, great. Send them through. Two were published, yeah. Oh my God, really? (laughs) Two published poems? So impressive. In the the Monash Uni Student Magazine. And um, and one in in a normal one. So, you know. um, You are Carrie. (laughs) Jesus. Um, yeah, it was a fun time. Not, uh, I'll show you guys this terrifying picture that I saw of myself back in the day. I look so sad. So, um, it's good that I've grown up from that. <laughs> um, I think the, the show that like rocked my world in terms of main character narrative was the Truman show. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, so epic. that's what Jesus. I think is happening. Yes. <laughs> And totally. I saw it happen. We had to watch it in like religion class in high school. And I just hadn't, I'd seen bits of it, but I'd never watched the whole thing. And 
that's not an important factor of the story, but it does <laughs> add a tile to the mosaic. Um, and I just was like, wow, this is it. And then I started like telling people if I thought they were good actors in my life, <laughs> which is humiliating. Yeah. Like, because what? Jordan, did we have this conversation <laughs> this in high so school? Funny. I feel like I did the exact same yeah. thing. I think um, I was like, I think we had this conversation being like, hey, by the way, if you are an actor, you're doing a great you're job. You're so good and you are going to get into those unis. You're going to make it. <laughs> I feel like it was one of those things where, you know, like we would all joke around in high school and be like, yeah, 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 and like not take life too seriously. But if someone said to you like, nah, but this is the Truman Show, you go, nah, but don't joke around like that. Like people used to get <laughs> totally. really triggered by it. It's like, no, 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 don't even joke. You're like, but it is like, no, 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 we're stopping this now. I know. <laughs> it was like people fully believed it. And I'm like, the power we all <laughs> held in each other's Truman shows. Totally. Um, I just was waiting for supernatural shit to happen. Like when I watched Donnie Darko um, <gasps> and you're just like, this is me. I'm like waiting for a fucking airplane to fall out of the sky um, because this you know, like you're just like, I'm like, there's got to be a deeper meaning to this. And I know that I'm at the center of like finding out the knowledge to everything. Mm, um, yeah. Absolutely. Or just believing that you're magic in general. Like yeah. I still have that thought. I told Pat that in secret the other day on a, probably like two months ago, but I was like, Pat, like part of me does think that like <laughs> I definitely am magic. I don't know. Cause I kept doing people's tarot cards and they kept being right. Yeah, anyway, whatever. Um, but then also, I was like, I'm going to keep this to myself. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> and then I said it on the podcast. So there you go. Your powers are going to be taken away. No. That being like, it is, it having taking a little bit of this, like, quote unquote, main character energy does help, though. If I have to, like, I found mm. this playlist on Spotify that's just called, like, early 2000s main character yes yes we're getting oh my god i'm gonna look that up oh my god it's so good it has like yeah it's got that song i suddenly i see this is what i want to be and what's the one from the start of legally blonde oh perfect day yes yep it's the Um, best way to start your morning it truly is what's it called i'm gonna write it down early Early 2000s main character gets ready oh my god Oh, <laughs> and then it's like, Maguire. Gets oh my ready God, for the day that it'll change their life. I think is the, yeah, yeah, that's the it. playlist. Oh, it's oh my God. it's bloody good. That's oh so God. great. That was yeah, because it all started off like that, and you're like, yeah, this is like a perfect world where I can work hard and get what I want. This is the yeah. same reason I can't relate to people that um. I feel like I still hold on. It's like, yeah, of course I want to be like rich and famous, or like I want to be. I feel like that need to be famous and to be like the best. Um, it's like everyone that I meet in comedy obviously feels. A- same but um you know just like your normal friends who are like no I just want to like do my job and like have a normal life and that's like mine I'm like what if you die though like what's gonna be left of you like what will they say and it's like you know like how could you not care mm-hmm. I also fucking thank god for those people or else there'd just be a bunch of asses around it would, the world no, it'd be a nightmare. Would be, one so much competition and also just like yeah fucking awful yeah <laughs> all the animals yeah. would be dead Finally. yeah <laughs> we need some we need some just normal people potter um. <laughs> absolutely um what what made you think of that it was the aiden storyline in mm. this in this episode yeah and i guess like men just needing just like the narrative of like masculinity i guess throughout the whole episode and needing like um as we talked about in the last one like how fragile it is but then also aiden needing to tell himself that he's a green hornet to um win the batmobile fight well yeah <laughs> yeah Samantha, what are your views on Aiden as a as a fan? Yes. So this is really interesting you ask this because I truly saw a TikTok last night mm. about someone that was like, I need to come forward with this. Like, I'm anti-Aiden. Because obviously everyone's obsessed with him and thinks like, you know, him v big. They're like, he's obviously the good guy. Like, he really mm. has carries back. He's got a, like a warm, genuine soul. But I... So I'm actually not basing this off my own opinion. I'm basing it off a TikTok I watched. I hope that's okay. But I that's found it really interesting. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, facts. We are all just podcasts and TikToks. But <laughs> he was saying, this person was saying that there's an early episode, and I don't know if um, either of you two could fill in the blank because I don't know the episode, mm-hmm. where um, the person making the TikTok, oh, my God, said that a never actually when he meets Carrie listens to what Carrie is saying yes and doesn't actually hear her properly but everyone just puts him in this like oh he's just this big teddy bear 
there and he's just lovable, but he never actually sees Carrie truly for who, for who she is. So truly as a totally. partner, he doesn't have his back. But I don't know what the episode is when they meet and she says something and he just ignores it and then asks another question or moves on. I find I'm, I'm very conflicted about him because I grew up as like, you know, when I was like 17, I was like, beautiful Aiden, beautiful Steve, like such beautiful gentlemen. They're always mm. like, you know, second best, you know, but I don't know. In this episode, I I felt for him, but he, he did also piss me off a little bit. I'm like, use your oh, words. Yeah. Use your words. You don't need to bounce a basketball against a cabin door. Mm, yeah. Like, I don't know. Especially Aiden yeah. post, I mean, Aiden pre-carrying Aiden breakup. I think it was a bit better, but then post-breakup. Mm. But maybe not. I can't really remember. Um, But post-breakup, he's just been fucking awful. And I think mm. you're right in terms of like, Everyone being like, why didn't Carrie end up with Aiden? Like, blah, blah, blah. Sorry. Um, like, and you know, before they broke up. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you're so right. I watched the same TikTok and it was just because like Aiden didn't understand Carrie and he didn't listen to her. And like Big yeah. and Carrie, even though that Big's a fucking loser and Carrie's a fucking annoying as shit, they understand <laughs> each other and they listen to each other. I mean, they might yeah. be toxic, but they fucking listen to each mm. other. And even like the episode before this or the one before that, I can't remember. Um, Carrie literally was like, oh, I don't want to go to the country, which is where they're at now. And Aiden was like, you're coming to the country with me. And she's like, "I, you don't understand. I don't, me and the country don't mix. I'm yeah. happy for you to do that. I don't want to do it. And he's like, well, you're coming. So there you go. And she's like, no, I don't want to go. And he's like, well, you're going to come. Like, you're, you're coming. You have to come. Yeah. So it's just like, which, you know, I think you can have some of that aspect in a relationship. Sometimes people being like, come on, no, let's go for a walk. You should get out of bed. Just yeah. like boyfriend said this today and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't walk. That's I don't I don't leave yeah. the bed now. That's what I do. Unless it's yeah. a podcast. Um yeah. but uh he actually didn't. He was very supportive. We both lay in bed all day. It was actually really nice. <laughs> That's cute. Um, yeah. Uh but uh yeah, that it's it's kind of really fucked up, especially yeah, Aiden post um now that they've gotten back together after the mm. um cheating and all that kind of shit he's just mm. like so controlling over carrie and um and even the fact like and we were pissed off really early on being like oh my god aiden won't let carrie smoke which that is used fine. to outrage me that used to piss me off I was so much just about yeah. to bring that up but yeah, he, yeah. he set those boundaries being like i don't date someone that smokes and then it's like okay sure that's kind of like whatever but like mm. sure it's like also that's so annoying as well because like Everyone has habits that are shit and you can just kind of deal with them and maybe you can have boundaries within that and still accept those habits. But also sometimes not, whatever. But then they do date and then it becomes this whole like you're smoking, like bullshit, whatever. Mm. I don't know. It's kind of just controlling behavior and I, mm. I'm not a fan. And it feels like he's just projecting so much onto Carrie and has this idealistic view of Carrie and his relationship. Mm. That's And like that didn't work. He wasn't actually listening. He wasn't actually seeing the signs. Not to, mm. to like gaslight him being like, you should have known that she was cheating, but like, <laughs> like yeah. he like wasn't like truly listening to her or understanding that she was a, like, a, you know, a pretty shit kind of person who has a bad <laughs> relationship, although she didn't talk about Mr. Big. But like, and even now he's so scared of like losing all of that again, that he's like over controlling the situation mm-hmm. rather than just letting it happen because he he's like, when we first met him, he was like, easy breezy, I'll make your friends a table. And now he's like, mm. you have to come to the country because I can't leave you alone in the city. Like, I can't let you be yeah. in the same city mm. as big. And also they kept saying it's 40 minutes away again, which is very funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> I know, it's like not even that far. Have you driven? That being said, like, I don't know, I think – I think it's just like her asking big to the house and stuff. It's like, if it had been the other way around and um, he was doing that with his ex, it would just be like, all the girls would be like, no way sister, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Carrie, you can like have a fucking backbone and just be like, no, you're like yeah. not allowed to just like come to this house right yeah, now. Yeah. Oh my God. Also ridiculous. And also Aiden, like, no, like he was like, I mean, Carrie was like, it's a deal breaker if I can't hang out with big. Mm. I'm like, Aiden, break up with Carrie. <laughs> Yeah, like she's absolutely. obviously I know. not That's... your life partner or whatever. You need someone yeah. who's completely different who wants to go on like hikes with you or something. Like that's who you need. Mm. Carrie won't stop seeing her ex-boyfriend who she cheated <laughs> on you with. And then bring him round. Yeah. Brings him round. Bring him round is crazy. That's crazy. Samantha, what was your view of all that? The no, because I was just thinking about the scene when it's pissing rain and they go into the car. 
And then she's mm. sitting there and they're having, I can't remember the exact conversation they're having, but she's, she's like, come inside. But it's the most pathetic come inside. It's not a come inside at all. It's like a, give me mm. a reason to stay in this car with you for another hour or like start driving and yeah. I won't say no. And I'm like, that is such bullshit. You're at mm. your boyfriend's cabin. Just every line where she tries to convince him of something, you can just so tell her heart isn't there at all. She's like mm. baiting mm. Compl- like the entire time. And I so get why, like, I know I said before, like use your, use your big voice aid and like, don't bang a basketball against a wall but I can so understand like your partner is now going into like a car with a person that you know she cheated on you with you'd be like dude what the fuck is going on I would be cut yeah yeah, I would oh I would be sulking yeah and he is a good like man in the sense that he's like stay the night and like it's his decision I don't know if he hears her having that conversation being like you should just stay the night like you're clearly not fine to drive but Mm. yeah yeah I don't know. It also just feels so yucky because it feels like Carrie's just consistently babying Aiden. Like not listen. She's not listening to him either in a sense. Mm. He's like, I don't want you to speak to Big. I don't want you to go into the closet and like talk to him. I don't. And like even earlier on, yeah. being like, I don't want you to ever see him again. And she's like, but I have to. And he's like, <laughs> okay. Which is like kind of pathetic in a way. I'm like, no, be like, no, fuck you then. Like leave, like whatever. Yeah. But then I guess that there would just be that mistrust there and then I guess she would keep talking to him and then I'd be like, anyway, but then, yeah, break up, whatever. Um, But then, mm. yeah, I feel like, what was I saying? I have no, I have no recollection of what I was saying. <laughs> I have ADHD. Just being like, I have no idea where I am. Um, but just being, uh, yeah, uh, her saying that stuff to Big, but she can't say that in front of him either. Mm. Like, that's so shit. Mm-hmm. It's so shit to be in the kind of relationship where you can't be like, hey, Aiden, Big's really drunk. I'm going to, like, he has to stay kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. And then, but, yeah, it is it is big of him, whatever, Um, big of Aiden to uh, let Big stay. But also, yeah. like, what he's going to do, like, let him let him drive. drive and kill someone. That would have been yeah. fucking annoying to watch them, like, twist the narrative in that way and be like, he's going to drive drunk because, you know, like, he shouldn't be staying in the cabin. Because then we'd all be like, but fuck off. We're not going to yeah. watch someone drive home drunk like <laughs> drunk. Yeah. Um, yeah 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 I feel like this totally links quite well to my theme which is that um older men don't have friends oh yes it's sad why not even, yeah and they mention this in the um fucking in the episode when Carrie's like go make friends with Aiden who's like banging the basketball on the wall mm. Which is so fucking annoying as well. It reminds me of my brother when he's like 15 and like was being just a fucking Yeah. Shit. Aiden's face when he's like, he's like, oh, what, what do you mean? Like, and he does that face. He's like, all right, like, I'm going to do this. And it's like, what are you, like 10 years old? Like freaking learn to speak. Yeah. <laughs> I also, yeah. I, as much as I hate it, I kind of love the situation as well. Um, uh, just because it's so childish and I um, love mm. seeing people at their basis levels. Um, uh, but yeah, seeing... Yeah, yeah, Big Beam, like, what are we going to do? We're two grown men. We don't, like, make friends, which I think is such a sad fucking thing. I see that with so many mm. older men, and that's why I, whenever I see an old man at a table, I feel so – I mean, at a, in a restaurant by himself, I feel so sad. Like, it just hits me so fucking hard, which is so annoying as well I'm like, they're probably an asshole. They've probably done something completely fucked in their life. They probably treat their family like shit, and their family don't want to be around them or whatever. But then seeing them, I'm just like, God older men are so sad because men are so like like cis white straight men are so fucking pathetic and they can't make friends because they're so obsessed with themselves and being a fucking man Mm. that it's exhausting which i think is a full-on theme in this episode which is all about like balls and shit Mm. with like cis white straight men like it's it's exhausting but like Mm. having that kind of yeah, and even seeing when uh, Big and Aiden do eventually <laughs> um, have that conversation where Big is like, you see, I could reach her, but she could oh, I, mean, I, I, I um, She could reach me, but I could never get her. Which I was like, what is this a euphemism of? Is it that what does it even mean? Come? Is that well, what you're also, talking about? Isn't that What's his relationship with about? Carrie? Yeah, that's ex- that's, that's exactly like the it. whole time he's sitting there, and I was like, why is Carrie not mad at this? Or like, wait, what do you mean? I don't, uh, as in, like, he was like unreachable. Yeah. For yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought as well. I'm just like, he's like crapping on about this like fucking chick who's like broken his heart and stuff. It's like, why is Carrie just like, yeah, man, like, I'm your friend. Tell me everything. Yeah. 
Um, maybe not. No, that's not true. It's also yeah. Carrie calling. It's Willow, right? The ex. That yeah. It's also Carrie calling Willow crazy for me. Oh my god. <laughs> she oh. was like, she's crazy, oh and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Carrie, yeah, Carrie, I could look in the mirror. Oh it was such but a I- letdown, though. Them bonding at the very end of the episode, the last forty mm. seconds. See, because she could reach me, but I could never reach her. And Aiden being like tell me again like go from the start like that's not the dialogue oh. but that was the vibe and I'm yeah. like really like, this mm. is what's bonding you to like a woman being unreachable nah oh I know God. and I hate that kind of bro because I think that's what I'm like at the moment I'm in a share house with three boys um and it's fine but it's just like just like it just I hate that like it's like so the only way you can get along is if like women are excluded like why can't you guys just all like hang out and like be normal also I thought it was weird seeing like Aiden who's like before Carrie broke his heart was quite a like you know he was a carpenter he wore a bunch of turquoise rings which was you know his thing which is fine but it was also kind of like gross like I fucking hate turquoise rings like just big chunky turquoise what are you like 45 year old woman like what's going on um but uh you know fine though like he was living his life he had longer hair he was going bald and was like sensitive about it. He reminded me a lot of my partner in terms of, um, <laughs> not in terms of going bald, but uh, he's on finesse right and it's working and I'm glad about it because I'm like, oh. <laughs> like I'm, which is fine. I'm like, you could definitely go bald and I would still love you, but I'm also it's fine. Bald, bald guys can be hard. <laughs> like no, um, but like, and then seeing Aiden kind of shift into this like man that's fucked, like talking to big in this mm. like growy kind of attitude and being controlling, like being mm. more of like a big to carry. It's like no, that's not what. That's not what makes you attractive. That makes you a fucking asshole. Like you being like a carpenter that's like lovely is what makes you attractive. Not you being Mm. like a fucking little bro, little fuck face who bounces basketballs in the mud and then um, throws it at big, which is actually a pretty good move in terms of like, I don't know, like hurting someone without hurting them. It's like just, anyway, I was like, I'm going to use that one day. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Disgusting. Actually, it reminds me of a girl that once like spat her mouth gut out. Mouth, um, I was playing hockey and she spat her mouth guard out in her hand and it had like heaps of like spit in it and she shook my hand with it at the end of the game. <laughs> Fucking bitch. But it was um, power move. But also powerful. And I was like, that's smart. <laughs> anyway, the Jordan, word. what were you saying? Sorry. What were you saying, Jordan? No, I was just going to say like with, with Aiden in this, like the, just he's the, both Aiden and Carrie are so toxic together um, mm-hmm. and then bringing Big so close to the equation. I was like, this is a nightmare. It reminded me of the fire and ice chapter of um, Eclipse in Twilight <laughs> series when they were in the tent yes. and Jacob has to keep her warm and then Jacob and Edward have the chat. And it was like exhilarating as a 17 year old, 13. Nah, like 25 year old woman. Well, well, year nine's 14. Yeah. No, it was like year eight. Oh, I actually can't remember. Um, all I know is that I was horny and um, alone. <laughs> and I, it reminded me of that in like, I was like, the, it was weird vibes, especially at the end. But I also wrote down that it's really easy to be on Aiden's side. Like it's so easy to be on Aiden's side, mm. but he's making it really hard with him yeah. being like, I'm going to fight Mr. Big and being like, I'm like the green hornet. That's like, mm. you are so yeah. sad. Yeah. I where actually, are your friends? I just um, came up with another theme. <laughs> <laughs> that um, when women, the show portrays that when women have emotions, it's like a communal experience for everyone like they share and it's like brings out other stories and other people whereas like men having emotions um either dominates or like cuts off conversations like when big mm. just fucking comes over and i've just been in so many situations Stop where like triggering me early right. like, like i've been in so my dad many... what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> no this is not the podcast for so that. many situations where like a guy that i thought was like smart or cool or whatever it's like it's the moment something emotional happens to them they just become this like fucking annoying monster and it's like blah. and it's like i thought you were like a reasonable person but like it's like the minute something goes wrong you just like fucking dominate everything with your pain and everything and like get drunk and like stay too long and all of this stuff and it's annoying for everyone involved i actually watched a tiktok about that um recently (laughs) (laughs) might as well just make this podcast a tiktok yeah well yeah fucking i would love that (laughs) but just a tiktok about this just i mean this um person doing an impression of a dude that she knew 
just being like, fuck, I'm such a fucking idiot. Why would I say that? What's wrong with me? Oh, shit. Fucking idiot. Like, hitting the head and just being like, oh, my God. And, like, punches the wall. I'm like, I'm an idiot. Why would you say that? And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. And there's no, like, dissecting it. Being aggressive about you being aggressive. Like, about recognizing you being And there's no, like, dissecting in terms of, like, different opinions and perspectives. It's just like... I feel this way and I'm just going to like keep feeling it until I stop feeling it. But no one else like really has an inroad or like way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like very fatalistic as well. Like you want to talk about some behavior and some people will just be like, I'm just a bad person. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> you know what? I'm, yes. I'm, a dick- I'm a dickhead. You don't want to Probably. That's, that's what I dealt with a lot when I was younger. Well, where do you reckon then if we're like talking about men and emotions, where do you reckon Steve fits within this discussion in the episode? Cause at the start, you know, obviously he's dealing with the whole kind of the cancer narrative and yeah. at the very start of the episode, mm. you know, he's very quiet and uncomfortable and goes to the bar because he like doesn't want to be around Samantha when she's like balls and balls and one, one ball. ball. I also wrote, I also wrote that. I was like, was Samantha drunk this oh, entire episode? With her in this blue, like, collared top and just starfish earrings being like, balls and balls and I love balls. <laughs> yeah. And later he kind of comes around and, like, actually opens up to Miranda um, mm, when he's yeah. talking about, like, yeah, like why it's important to him to, like, you know, get the kind mm. of fake prosthetic ball. I don't know. Do you think he fits yeah. within that same kind of world as Aiden and Big or no? Um, no, I feel like not. Yeah, I think. Sorry, a big ego. Yeah. I know, sorry, I feel like I've been like crapping on. Um, but I feel like he, I was just going to say actually before you brought this up um, that he kind of fits more into like the feminine or like, you know, uh, um, just not like binary, but just like yeah, more feminine um, mm. construction just because he does like kind of all through this episode, he like explores different avenues with Miranda. It's not just like my ball and my pain. It's like, should I get a prosthetic one? Like, how do I feel about this? Like, who's going to fuck a bartender with one ball? And like, he kind yeah. of analyzes it in a way that the girls do with their problems. And it yeah. like, it's fun. It's like, yeah, we'll explore this topic with you. Um, it's not a toxic masculinity type thing. It is. Yeah. I really, I really appreciated um, Steve's narrative in this episode mm. just because I was like, and even to the point where I was like, I was watching it with my partner and, and at one point he was like, Miranda, it's not your decision. Like, yeah. especially when it came to the pros- prosthetic ball, just because yeah. she was like, what does this even mean? Like, that doesn't mean like, that's not like being a man, which I also appreciated that, um, mm. that uh, kind of uh, focus and, and, and whatever. Cause I'm like, absolutely. That doesn't, you know, um, make me be like, oh, men need to have like balls or whatever yeah, or, yeah. or anything. But it was nice also my partner being like, well, it's actually not her decision in terms of, you know, Steve said cancer. He's had a, you know. For an episode. For an episode, <laughs> yes. Because he's yeah. not a central character. He's not a central a character. And also, Jordan, you would hate it, it if it was like four episodes just on Steve. I'd <laughs> love it. He'd be in pain. Mm. <laughs> but, okay, so he loses this ball and then he wants a prosthetic. And you can, like, empathize with that, being like, fuck yeah, yeah. you like, lost something in your body. Like, you want, you know, something to whatever. But I also yeah. really appreciate the fact that he does bring Miranda because he really values do her alone. opinion mm. on yeah. and I feel yeah. like when when people like the girls I feel like the so much of the humor in the show comes from like when the women are in pain um they're like humbled by it and then you find like funny moments and like Steve does the same in this episode when they're just like walking along and he's like looking at that um dog's balls and he's like what do you look can you look at the dog's balls <laughs> Miranda's like no and he's like no just look at them they're like huge and it's just like this like humbling funny moment whereas um when it's like full male tox- toxicity where we're just like laughing at the men for being so stupid but it's not inherently funny or like neurotic or quirky or anything I mean mm-hmm. they seem pretty crazy like yeah. Aiden after um Carrie gets that call from Big at the start of the episode and then he's like, I'm the Green Hornet. And then he's like, Kato, come over. Oh, not Kato, whatever the fuck. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, what's the dog's called? I don't know. Same. Same Pete. 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 Yeah, Pete's not a dog's name. Pete is not so. a dog's name. That's like <laughs> no. a person's name. What the hell? Um, and he just goes crazy with Pete. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, you're just like, Ugh. wow. I yeah. um, but I, I think, uh, I mean, I guess, like, a theme for this entire episode is just toxic masculinity. Like it even yeah. Being well, like... what was your theme, Jordan? Uh well, it kind of it, it links into it. I'll talk about it in a in a second. I just want to round this little theme off by saying that, like, when I was watching it 
making dinner, my housemate came in and was like, oh, what's happening this episode? And I was like, well, Steve's um, trying to get a new ball and Aiden's really weird and Big's like just been, and like the whole thing I was like, and the girls are just there. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, but I was like, oh shit, I haven't actually mentioned Samantha Charlotte. Like it, it, mm. I think it was like an interesting, obviously they were like, let's make this as yeah, if it was sex in the, the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's gender this city. Um, it's a very gendered episode as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, totally. But it was like, yeah. and th- But then it was interesting that like for Moran, uh, for, sorry, for Samantha's storyline, mm. it was all about like her kind of um, having to like mold herself or fit herself into this like, male world and even though Mm. she gives so much pleasure to so many people and they have a great time they're still going to use that against her later on totally um yeah and i think that moment where she i like love this i feel like i've just always got that moment in my head not like not like every second of the day but just like when she um goes into the lift and breaks down crying and i'm like that has been my like i feel like everyone relates to that um just like losing it up behind closed doors because you can't like cry in public Mm. yeah especially i think like it's so interesting um like identifying as you know female and like living in a world and also being a feminist and and stuff like that and then um not wanting to erase your femininity but also trying to be strong and be a feminist in in a kind of business world or whatever Mm. and having to like and having these conversations with older women like I had a conversation with my mum once being like oh, don't let them see you cry kind of thing. And it's so yeah. funny because I'm such an emotional – I mean, I, I cry in every situation. When any, when any emotion gets to a certain height, I'll, I'll burst mm. into tears. And, and so I've kind of taken control of that in a situation where I'll be crying, but I'll be, like, talking like this, and I'll be like, I'm crying right now, but that's just because I'm very frustrated and I'm fucking mm. really mad, and that's why I'm crying. Um, it's just a thing, a reaction that my body has, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's so frustrating having to be like – why can't I let people see me mm. cry? Like when I'm annoyed about something, mm. like I'm still, I'm still able to express what I'm feeling. I'm still able to be a professional. Totally. I'm just fucking crying. Well, like, I was just thinking. It's like I'm sweating. Like who cares? Totally. Sorry, Samantha, were you going to say something? No, because I was just saying, well, yeah, why am I not allowed to cry? I so agree with that and being an emotional mm. person as well. But it's like, it's, it's that kind of like, contrast between you know samantha being like i don't want to show emotion and rushing into a lift but then you've got a literal Mm -hmm. mud wrestle between two men where that like exertion of emotion is just like accepted if not like a joke like it's so comical to watch them tossle around in the mud like a bunch of children (laughs) yeah but but that's like somewhat accepted or it's okay to bounce a basketball against a wall but she's like running into a lift I'm like yeah emotion isn't just tears and that's what's like frustrating about yeah oh my god we talked about this last episode and yeah Yeah. absolutely I was I was saying how like it it was my favorite thing to do sometimes when I was waiting on tables to be like if a if a business dude was being really aggressive towards me I'd just be like wow Mm. you're being very emotional I can see that you're really upset right now like you're acting you're you know I wouldn't say hysterical, but I'd want to. But I'd be like, yeah, you're <laughs> acting very emotionally towards this. I can see that you're really upset because it is really frustrating when you see aggression or frustration. And especially, and Broden was talking about this last episode, how like, because, you know, for so many like cis, cis men like growing up and stuff like that, it's such a negative thing to show emotion that that aggression's okay and being like angry yeah. and aggro as a dude is so accepted. So that way, if they're like embarrassed, they'll just punch a fucking wall or whatever or if they're like you know if they're ashamed if they're threatened or whatever they'll they'll you know fucking beat up a dude and wrestle in mud which is so embarrassing but mm. that won't be considered to be emotional that would be considered to being a man which is so funny because or yeah. if they're trade they'll just get up and leave a dinner yes when they're exactly. talking about like oh you know planning a family he's like well i'm leaving mm. um so we were talking about we had to we had a technical difficulty just in case this edit is awkward. But um, we um, were talking about um Samantha, uh, television Samantha, um, running into the into the lift and sort of hiding her emotions from Richard. this guy, and then 
Richard and she basically <sighs> gets the job after that because she just like walks away and ignores him mm. which is also great mm. like that's I mean, we know she was, like, running away because she was going to cry, which is beautiful. Mm. But also, from his perspective, amazing that she just was like, no. And, like, right. <laughs> on how impressive it is for Samantha in the early 2000s to call out sexism at this job and being, like, an old woman as well, cutie. like, older in terms of being, like, you know, old woman. But, like, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I mean? And being a professional and being able to call out a tycoon or whatever, like, a really rich dude. Being like, oh, it's because I'm totally. not a man. And even though we already said that, but like being like, it's fucking impressive. Like I fucking, I, I always try and think mm. of myself as someone who's like calls out shit, but like in that situation, probably it'll would be hard. Out. Yeah. Or maybe I would have. Yeah. Good it. for her. Have you guys ever been in a situation where you've like, uh, been in a, in a relatively, uh, also we don't need to talk about this, but like a relatively vulnerable position <laughs> where you've been like, I am going to call this out and I'm feeling empowered and I'm emotional, but yeah. I feel like I call shit out all the time, but then get called crazy for it. And it's like, um, no, as in, I feel like I'm calling, it will be like over some tiny thing, like, um, you know, my housemate or something and be like, you're a sexist pig. And it's like, no, I'm just doing this or what. It's like always like some rational explanation. It's like, Irby, calm down. I'm like, don't tell me to fucking calm down. So oh, I haven't really been in like a political um, professional relationship where I've had to call something out, but I do it daily mm. anyway. No, I love that. Mm. I've done it. I've talked about like, I've called out people that I feel uncomfortable. Well, not called out. I've just like asked to not work with people because I find it uncomfortable that's to work good. with them. And that's been like, that's always really awkward because then you have to, people always mm. want to like know and it's an awkward conversation to have, particularly if it's like the, the bad thing hasn't mm. happened to you or like something like that. So you're kind of representing or like doing it on behalf of someone or something like that. Then that can be pretty awkward. Um, but also fine. I also feel like I, when I was younger, I was very, I don't know how you guys feel, but like in my early twenties, I was very like, pom, 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 pom. Yeah. like I'm going to gas myself up and I'm furious about this. And it was like around the time of like the 2016 U S election. So I was like, I'm a nasty woman and yeah. like all this kind of stuff. Whereas now I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> like I just, I've already like, obviously still care about things but from like a different yeah. kind of perspective i don't know maybe it's more useful maybe it's less useful but i'm i'm less like inclined to be like pop, pop, totally. pop, pop, pop. um yeah i was um in this uh with the crying stuff with samantha as well it was interesting when they were talking about it at brunch and they were like don't don't cry in front of him and then carrie said that um she cried to like basically spend was she in the hamptons she said the hamptons right because she was like i'm having a bad mental health time and mm. then she like cried so that she could go to the hamptons and they're like oh you're representing women badly yeah. but i was wondering and my theme was when have you used like a stereotype or a, a stigma in your favor um hey? yes hey. oh my god <laughs> in high school <laughs> period i despised physical education i don't like sport like happy to pe for people to do it i'm really fucking uncoordinated i do not like it i used to either just say i had a singing lesson for every <laughs> pe class or i'd like go period help, help. terrible, oh, aches, I don't know who he is terrible pains sorry yeah. <laughs> that's just my boyfriend don't okay Okay, sorry, I'm um, gone. Yeah, no, just <laughs> definitely in high school, in PE. Samantha, so yeah. thank you so much for taking me back. That's where like, it starts. Like, I remember, yeah. And I oh. also remember the solidarity around that kind of shit. Like, I remember swimming carnival. Like, if one girl had a fucking period for swimming carnival, which is like swimming sports or whatever. Um, every girl in the house had a period. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're all like, <laughs> no, because we do have uh, yeah. a period, so we're not going to do that. Like, that's yes, not what we're going to do. Because mm. I don't want to do fucking butterfly against, like, fucking, I don't know, sample and, and, like, lose in front of the rest of my class mm. and having no tears yes. as well. And just oh, my God. Let it, like, <laughs> no. I'll come out of the water and your vagina's out and you didn't notice. <laughs> that was my biggest fear. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> yeah that would be scary 
Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the time I have done that. Or yeah, apart from sports, I feel like sports is like the greatest example because with the singing lessons, they'd always be like, "When do you want?" Like uh, I remember the music teacher always being like, "So what class is it fine for you to miss in the next week? Like when can we schedule it in?" And I'm always like, "PE." Like I've been there for ages. All of my yes. like sexist kind of like things that I lean into is for hospitality. All of it, like literally all of it, because like I'll either be like, I. Like, I won't clean up vomit and stuff like that. And all, like, the male bussies will do that for some reason. Totally. Or, like, unclog up, like, a period um, tampon, like, toilet. Or just all the disgusting things I haven't done because uh, – and I've never offered to do all, like, lifting stuff. Mm. But also because I'm, like, for some reason that fucking job entails a lot of, like, lifting where I'm, like, I shouldn't be lifting this. Like, I have back issues. <laughs> like, this is horrible. <laughs> like, I'd rather just be, like, I'm the – anyway, whatever. But also – um whenever I've had an asshole customer, like being a fucking asshole, I remember having this moment at Trunk in the city where this guy was just a, a complete asshole to me and it did make me cry. But instead I did like a, like I, instead of just like crying normally, I did like a big cry, like a huge cry. And then like walked down the aisle, like sobbing and being like, that man was so mean to me. It was so awful. Which, is, which now I see like why Karen's doing that towards black people. And I'm like, oh my God, no. Like, am I that? I'm not that. That was anyway, But like, it's just like, it was just one of those situations where I was like, I'm upping this because you're being a cunt and I'm going to prey on the fact that the rest of the customer is going to feel sorry for me because I'm like a 21 year old woman who's like totally. crying and who looks like she's 12 years old. Like, and I'm going to make everyone hate you because you're being such a cunt to people who work in customer service. Yeah. So I've done that. Fun. Yeah. Fuck it. should be I, um, well, I mean, like, we, <laughs> Irvi and I talk about this in, like, the stand-up world, but we certainly do get a lot more oh, spots. Oh, for sure. Um, or don't necessarily have to ask for spots because you got to fill a quota and I oh, will totally. do that. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. It's a you weird know. one to sit with because you're like, oh, I guess was I asked because I'm good or just because they like need representation on their lineup. But then I'm like, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, we're life short. You're not going to like sit around. Like, I'm not going to like fight the like movement that's like, like help to get me here to be like, actually, <laughs> no, like, let's just reverse all the stuff that people before me have like paved the way but for. But also I feel like you are a lot better than like other dudes. Or yeah. And then you can also be spot, like, so it's like. Totally. Yeah, and and also people want to put on a good show. I honestly think that we think too highly of room bookers in Melbourne. If we think that they're like focused on making sure that there's a diverse lineup, they're just like, don't fucking bother, totally. I'll kill you. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So it's like, yeah. um, but I can't. I don't think I've used. I mean, I think I I used to. I use it all the time. To be and I think it's fun. I remind them and I'm like, sorry, but just like be nice to me. Otherwise you are dead, mate. Um, <laughs> you have to wear a GoPro on your head and film a whole bunch of this and turn it into a series. Like that iconic woman that uploaded that like 17 minute video walking through New York City oh, in like 2013 yeah, yeah. where she gets oh, tackled yeah. and she responds to people like, I'm great, man. How are you? Please do the GoPro like at the bar challenge where you're just, it is funny though. Like, I mean, genuinely, I mean, that's one of the annoying things also about that kind of shit is I'm like, that's so funny, but also it's so inappropriate <laughs> because that does happen. And it's such a shame that that does happen a totally. lot. Totally. But it is. But it'd um, be funny to get a GoPro and go into like, you know, like we probably hang around bars where like the men kind of know about, you know, the movements and stuff. But, you know, there's like gross bars in the city, like where all the suits go after work. Um, They probably wouldn't even get that it was oh, a joke. Yeah. They'd just be like, this weird girl's like in here with a GoPro, like what's with this? And it would throw them off. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'd be fully wearing a GoPro, not me like realising that you'd totally. actually And you could probably like put some of them in jail. It would be Bugger. great. <laughs> no, you could wear a hat. You could wear a hat to disguise it. Oh, Christ. Like Miss Congeniality, like yeah. just like sneak it on USA you. Pin. That would be great. Uh, but I was actually going to say before when we were talking about <laughs> girls crying, because um, I was like, when in my career have I like felt scared to cry in public? But I'm like, all my jobs have been like either teaching or like in the arts and it's like fine to cry. Um, but then... I feel like in stand-up, I feel like when I was first starting, there's like so many moments where I'm like, I just need to like go and cry, but there's like a million guys around and I'm like the only girl here and it would be really weird for me to just cry right now from bombing. So I have to like go home and cry by myself. Did you guys feel that? 
Did you not? Was there not a thing when you were teaching? Like there was a kid who was like, "I am known for making the teacher." Cry. I cried in front of a whole class like, one time. Yeah, but then they felt bad. I feel oh. like when you tell, I think teacher. I've never seen a male teacher cry, but um, I feel like as soon as I cried, everyone's like, "Here, have a tissue." Like it's fine because teaching's tough, and it was fine. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But um, it wasn't yeah. that same kind was, of like corporate yeah. toxic. Like you can't cry, otherwise we'll never take you seriously, kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I love Charlotte bringing it back to herself, being like, "I cried one time," and everyone's being like, "Oh, don't be, don't talk to Charlotte, she'll fucking cry." Like, I love that. I really relate. To that. <laughs> the amount of times I had acting teachers being like, "Something is like I'm walking on eggshells around you," and I'm like, "Oh my god, shut up." Mm. Yes, I'm gonna cry. Deal with it. Yeah, because <laughs> not because yeah, like crying. It's so scary. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Um, I want to, Samantha, what do you think of uh, Trey? Just in this episode, but in general as well. Yeah, Mm. keen for your thoughts. Um, No, I'm not a a big fan. And, like, of course I don't want to spoil anything for you, Jordan, so I'll go based off, like, him up until this episode. Samantha, thank you so much for doing that. Every other other guest we have just does so many spoilers all the time. You're so considerate. (laughs) When they all die. (laughs) Yeah, no. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of him to be honest and it's disappointing because you know like Charlotte is a lot more traditional in what she wants and you can tell that like money is a really big like attractive thing for her and he's obviously got a Mm. fuck ton of money and I'm like oh but that doesn't just because he like he talks like this doesn't make him like a good man and it frustrates me when he can't even have a conversation with her about like his sperm when you can tell that like fundamentally like Charlotte's main purpose in life is to be a mother and like there's nothing wrong with that but she wants kids so Mm. effing badly and he just won't even have like a proper sit-down conversation and realize that like okay maybe I feel like a little bit emasculated from talking about the fact that my sperm might not be the one but it's like your wife wants kids more than anything and if you don't see that in her then it's once again it's like with Aiden not seeing Carrie it's like it's Trey not seeing yeah Charlotte I'm not the I'm not the biggest fan and I don't like her pandering to him and being like I'm sure you've got the best Scottish sperm and I'm like and the scene when she like jacks him off to try and get the sperm I'm like I also feel uncomfortable in this scene I don't know that's my two cents he's not even real I feel like I I don't even see him as like a real person he seems like a caricature yeah Yeah. well I got infuriated as well when they he's a doctor yeah yeah it's like get over it like to whom to whom is he a doctor (laughs) imagine having him as like who does he put his like fucking stethoscope on like, I feel like <laughs> no. it doesn't make no. any sense. Old ladies. Yeah. You find no. out that it's, it's just, oh, oh my God, God. that's his mum. Oh. But that's the thing. It's like, it's that classic stereotype of like men needing mothers. And she like comes in with the jugs magazine. And it's like, I thought this could be a good idea. Like if we, it's like, this is basically the same as like being like, let me sit down and read you a bedtime story to calm mm. you down. It's like, yeah. but it's just a porn <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking oh my god! I just if they do have kids, I he's just gonna be a really mm. shit dad. Or or the kids will never know that he's don't. a shit dad. He seems like someone who seems really likable, and everyone's like, "Wow, like my dad's mm. great." Blah blah blah. But it's like, no, your dad's like never emotionally there for you. He treats his <laughs> wife like a fucking broom mm-hmm. closet. Like he doesn't like give a fuck about anything. <laughs> he just mm. exists, and because he has like a. Mm-hmm. warm tone in his voice everyone assumes that he's a good person exhausting For sure yeah. also he's like pathetic yep. god he's so pathetic uh-huh. also um just Truly. quickly we should fucking wrap up like it's pretty mm-hmm. late um but also uh yeah steve and miranda have sex because miranda fucks him because he only has one ball which That's you know what i fucking love this thing. scene i love this scene so much steve and miranda for the last few episodes have been like friends like good friends Mm. And um, to the point where, like, Miranda's, like, taking care of Steve a lot because I feel like she's in a position in her life where she feels a bit more powerful and a bit more independent and Steve feels a little bit more mm. um, all over the shop. And I kind of love yeah. that she, like, I, I I mean, maybe it's something that I would do. Maybe that's why I'm like, oh, I love this. But, like, being like, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to have sex with you to show you that you're a person that um, has – I mean, I have done that in the past where, like, we're, we're probably in a bad situation where I've been like – I 
I'm having sex with you because I want you to know that you're a good person and you're valued and people will yeah. want to have sex with you. So I'm going to do that for that reason, yeah. which probably yeah. isn't the right reason to fuck someone. But like, mm. I really, I really love this um, kind of scene and what happens because it doesn't promise anything. Yeah. It's just like a reassurance. <laughs> mm. It's a validation thing, which I'm like, oh, <laughs> like sweet, sweet. Cute. So funny. Yeah, sometimes I like look at things and I'm like, you deserve some oral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let you let you have some oral. You know, like like good good people, they do good things and you're like, yeah. Yeah. And he hasn't been he's been pretty good this episode. So I guess in the end, all's well that ends well. Yeah. Oh, I don't really Yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> I kind of don't really have an opinion on Steve. Like I was I was like I I saw them having sex and I saw them being like I saw Miranda being like, you're still worth it. Let me pull on your balls. Yeah. Which I also, Sex and the City made me do that to so many men as well. Like, watching this, <laughs> like, and then like looking back, I'm like, I felt so many people's balls just because like Sex and the City said that it was something that people would like, <laughs> which I don't know. I don't know. Is it? So what do you guys end up writing this episode? <laughs> Sorry, you guys all just froze. Oh, no. I know, but so it's every like you change the subject in such a funny way. It's like, I love it. Um, I think. I, feel like, no. I didn't mean to. It just like pause for ages, and I'm like, this is awkward. Let's uh, move on. But I think my computer is just really lagging because it feels like you guys speak, and then it's like a minute of silence, and I'm like, all right, so um, let's move on. Um, but speaking of, what do you guys rate this episode out of ten? If we're done with the talking conversation, um, I. I think I rate it like a seven out of ten. I feel like it started off weird. I had some issues with it, and then there were some moments in it where I was like, "Oh, I enjoy this or whatever." But yeah, I'd probably give it a seven. I, I think it's. I think a lot of stuff happens in this episode. Like throughout throughout the episode, I was like, "Oh fuck, this is like a part of the same like you know thirty minutes, whatever." But yeah, I probably rate it a seven out of mm. ten. Jordan, nice. I give. I also give it a seven. Tell you what, though, I am looking forward to Aiden and Carrie's inevitably mm-hmm. messy breakup. I'm looking forward to that scene. I just know it's going to happen for a few reasons. A couple spoilers <laughs> from our, our guests, but also just like, of course, they cannot stay together. Yeah. This is yeah. so bad. Um, but I love Samantha, it. What do you? I love it. So seven out of ten. See. I don't know, maybe I watch Sex in the City more for like the sugary, like shopping mm. and the parties and the PR and all of that. So I'm like, for me, it was a five purely because it was a lot of like men being like, huh, and then they were in the woods. And I'm like, go back yeah. to yeah. York, which is a pretty <laughs> no, pathetic rating. So, that's but so fair. For me, it was so a five. Fun. That's honest yeah. and true. Um, I feel you? like I'd give it, I feel like I'd actually give it maybe like 7.5 just because, um, it was a good like negotiation and I really like Samantha's scene where she cries and that was epic for me forever. So um, I think, yeah, it, I think sure. it was, I think it furthered storylines and um, was overall All good. of those ratings are so fair, Samantha. Honestly, like giving it a, no, no, generally. No, no, no everyone giving no. like five out of 10. I'm like, absolutely. Because it's really, Legit. it is genuinely so male centric, this episode and also so exhausting. And it was like, I um, yeah. and I said this, or we started the podcast and probably during, but like for the first half of the episode, I was like, I don't get this episode. Like, I don't like it. Not, not a lot's happening. It's mm. also like obsessed with like men and like their balls and like, in, and in a way that wasn't that funny <laughs> yeah. either. I was just kind of like, cool. Yeah, it's just sad. It's just and like annoying. a bunch of these women who are so independent placating all these men and I'm fucking exhausted by it. And then seeing like how pathetic people ended up being, I enjoyed that's probably where it like went up a notch but without that uh, i would have given it a five absolutely yeah totally get it no fair for sure oh guys i'm i i do they're not it's not gearing up as much as it did season three but i do feel a gear up we are this is episode 10 there's only 13 Mm. episodes we're very close to the end of season yeah. four. We're going to finish season, like, we're going to finish the series yeah. this year. Like, within Aww. the year. Damn, for some context, Jordan and I have been doing this we'll since do we're 20 movies. years old. But then we just ended up doing it, like, <laughs> six months apart and then, like, forgetting about it for ages. And then we had to redo all of season, like, all of the series because we're, like, it's boring with just the two of us. And then we um, had Irvi in it and it was, yeah, much, much better. Now we're having guests and it's just, like, Aww. so us finishing it is, like. Now it's just like, going up and incredible. up. Incredible. Yes. 
Yeah, it's going to be good. Are you going to watch the new, is it a new film or a new series? Are you freaking kidding me? It's It's an actual series. Yeah. Yeah. They leaked some images as well. And there's uh, leaked footage. Someone was like, they're filming outside my house. And it's just, it was just Carrie walking past the shop and walking into um, Miranda and Charlotte. And they're sitting at the window and she walks past them and they're like, and then she gets in and she goes, I can't believe Kim Cattrall is not in it. That's just, Cute. I was I, I like, what's the point? Honestly, she's yeah. the best mm-hmm. one. She's the best one. But I think they're trying yeah. to do the diversity thing. I feel like they just like, um, not so, that's like so rude, but I feel like they, that post that I shared to you guys and it was like all these actresses who are like ethnic and they're like, yeah, we're, we're not racist and all white anymore. I don't know if that was like actually happening yeah. or not, but it seemed like they had three other women coming on. I feel like there might be another series. Gotcha. It seems like they're like handing on the reins or, or something. Yeah. Just from like what you did send us. Yeah. Well, there's a picture. So who's, is Diaz the one from, Diaz is the name mm. of the character from Grey's yeah. Anatomy, isn't it? Yeah. There's a picture of her character's name um, on a Broadway show poster and they're all standing there oh. underneath it. So that character's a performer absolutely cool samantha thank cool. you so much for this doing this episode yeah Honestly, thank you so much you're yes i love your show the best. i love your show <laughs> festival i love your fucking tiktoks you're incredible thank you so much love for doing you this. thanks for teaching me tiktok oh my god my dm's open plus plus um, this is gonna get released in like three weeks time. Looking cool. ahead in the open world, is there anything you want to plug? Any live shows, or should people follow you on well, social meds? I feel like Fringe is still mm-hmm. under embargo, so I can't really promo that. Yeah. I guess like if you have show notes, you can lead to my Insta and TikTok handle. But I don't have any like upcoming Except recent recent yeah. things. Yeah, lockdown. Because lockdown, but you will be in 5.0. Fringe. Look out. Yeah. But yeah, yes. your fucking TikTok's awesome. amazing. Follow on TikTok, follow on Instagram. She's amazing. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. You're Coming the best. I really appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. I'll okay. touch you guys soon. And um, Obi, I'm going to follow you on Insta so I can follow the, oh. the video. Ah. Oh, my. Sus. Thank you. Journey. I've got 20 followers. Sus is so the wrong word. I'm not going to sus you. <laughs> I mean, just My so TikTok has ah. nothing ah. on it. It's 20 followers. And they're all like, no, no, no. <laughs> Um, oh, on Instagram. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, both. <laughs> Lockdown brain. I'm like, it feels like it midnight. So like okay. we finished filming it. Yeah. Recording it at midnight. Like, well, anyway, okay. Thank you so much, Sam. Bye. Adios. Bye. I'll see you all around. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Lena. I was going to start recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. Follow oh, us on God. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>